he's like, so, uh, you know, not going to beat around the bush with you. I, I have a project coming up. I think you'd be great for it. He's like, uh, but, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And I said, well, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know how I can help you. Yeah. You know? And he's like, oh, you can help. And I'm like, well, what can I do? And he's like, you know, I, I, I think you're a, you're a very attractive guy. And, you know, uh, I think that we could find a role for you in this movie if you were to let me suck your dick. Welcome back to the pod. This is the last time I will ever be recording an intro or anything from my apartment. I'm moving into a new place. You heard in the last episode, I'm moving into a shed. That didn't work out. Moving into a bedroom in the house that has the shed. Pretty much have the first floor to myself for the most part. And I'm going to use that shed as an office and podcast studio for no extra charge. I got to share it though, but that's okay. I think I want to start my own solo podcast. I think about mental health now that I'm somewhat mentally healthy. So yeah, I'm leaving this apartment. It's where a lot of you had seen, have seen a lot of my videos that I made that brought joy to myself and others. A lot of memories in this apartment. I thought I lost Ralph a couple times. Ralph is my cat. She escaped the pool yard. thought she was gone. There was one day where uh, she got out of the pool yard and I couldn't find her for a while. And I was like, oh my God, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's leaving me. Two hours later, my girlfriend, my actual human girlfriend of 10 years, broke up with me. Right over there. I'm looking in my kitchen right now. I was uh, cooking some dinner. I just took a hit of my bowl, some weed, weed bowl, hash pipe. Then my girlfriend came back from a jog and broke up with me. And I was a little bit high and it was uh, scary. I felt uh, nauseous. I was shocked. Been through a lot in this apartment. I uh, wanted to move out of this place after that breakup because it became a dungeon of a heartbreak. But then I decided to stay. Stayed for, I think, five more years. Yeah. And here I am, headed out. Mostly because of my psycho landlord, also to save some money. Could have roommates again. Jesus Christ. Told my therapist I'm like 35 with roommates. I'm 35 with roommates. She was like, that's the norm here in LA. <laughs> My therapist talks to me like I'm an idiot sometimes, and I love it. It reminds me of home. She's from Boston. So yeah, I got to live with my childhood best friend, Adam Hansen, former bandmate. He loves, he lives in the attic, <laughs> and I'm in the basement. Good for us, huh? Doing well. Actually, we are doing pretty well. Had a lot of ups and downs right here, right where I'm sitting right now. So where I got a phone call from my manager saying I got uh, on Mark Marin's TV show called Marin. So an episode of that. That was a fucking dream come true. I started stand up because of Mark Marin in large part. Started this podcast because of Mark Marin and Joe Rogan and other podcasters. That was one of the highlights of this apartment. Getting that phone call is going to be on Marin. That was dope. Check out Marin season three, episode seven. It's on Netflix. I have a pretty big role, and I, I did well, I think. The producers after that were like, Rye, great job. You're going to get a lot of roles. Guess what, guys? I've gotten like three things since, so Hollywood! <laughs> I've also, in this apartment, done some masturbating, had some sex, watched a lot of Netflix, uh, became an alcoholic. <laughs> Smoked a lot of weed in here, drank a lot of booze, a lot of late nights. Uh, had, uh, I think, three girlfriends. Had some snuggle sessions with three different girlfriends. Some healthy relationships, some not. You know, ups and downs. That's life, everybody. And I'm moving out. Moving up the hill. Moving on up, literally. Could be on the top of a hill in Studio City. Beautiful vil- uh, views on both sides. Outdoor shower. Looking forward to that. Ralph's coming with me. Uh, the owner of the house is a makeup artist, and she was like, 
I'm going to have a lot of uh, models, playmates, and porn stars in and out of the house all the time. And I was like, well, that sucks. So uh, maybe I'll have some stories of, uh, you know, having uh, just to get a few more toxic relationships under my belt. That'll be cool. Anyways, let's move on to this episode. I just wanted to touch upon uh, this monumental moment, this this world-changing moment of me moving out of my apartment. It's been five years here in my apartment, and I'm moving on up. Ralph, you looking forward to moving? You're going to have roommates. There's two cats in the house I'm living in, but they're gonna, they live upstairs. But I'm hoping Ralph will slowly take their scent, vice versa, and maybe they'll become friends. And that'll be really cute and boost my Instagram. That's why I'm doing this. I'm just, I'm just here to fuck porn stars and boost my Insta. All right. On this episode, we have Kevin McNamara. He's an actor, comedian, uh, former Viner as well. I've known him for, I guess, years. I can say years. known him for about five years. I don't see him often, but whenever I do, it's good to see him. He's a good guy. Kind of a dark soul. You're going to find out why. And he's got some interesting, interesting stories about Hollywood. And guess what, guys? Brandon isn't on this episode, so good for you. You get another great episode. Uh, Brandon forgot what day it was, so he didn't show up. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm working with here, guys. So I'm looking for a replacement for Brandon. Email the podcast, I'm sorry, deadpod at gmail.com uh, to replace Brandon. No, I'm just kidding. But you can email us at I'm sorry, deadpod at gmail.com. Give us a five-star rating. Press that subscribe button if you haven't, and follow Kevin McNamara. His Instagram handle is Kevin Mac, M-A-C. Okay, I'm done now. Hope you didn't mind that long intro. See you next week. Bye-bye. Brandon's crazy. He's very sad. I'm so sorry, Dad. Welcome back to I'm Sorry, Dad. Brandon forgot what day it was. And he's not fucking here. I feel like Brandon just heard that I was the guest on today's show and was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, maybe he was like, I'm used to being the most handsome one in the room. <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good impression. That yeah. was a good Brandon impression. You nailed it. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, everyone listening, uh, you're welcome. Brandon isn't here today. But I got a hand, it's only one episode, one episode out of over a hundred that Brandon forgot about. So that's pretty that's good. That's okay. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I'm surprised I haven't forgot. And, you know, I don't know. The truth is, Brandon passed away. (laughs) Ah, dude, I thought we were going to wait until the end. This spoiler (laughs) spoiler alert. (laughs) We were supposed to wait to the end and be like, oh, by the way, guys, Brandon's dead. Yeah, he died. Let's see. We were supposed to drop Easter eggs this whole whole episode about hints about how Brandon died. I should have just done Brandon's voice so people listening to audio think he's here. How did that go again? (laughs) <laughs> it's uncanny <laughs> yeah spot on yeah brandon died he got into a freak roller coaster accident at universal city the new harry potter ride is pretty scary man it uh it's a head turner hey hi our guest or my guest today <laughs> fucky brandon is actor comedian model Kevin McNamara. Former Vine star. McNamara. <laughs> Kevin so, McNamara. So you can just call him Mac Kevin Mac. That's what everybody calls me. Kevin Mac. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Welcome to the podcast. Sorry, Brandon's not here. Thanks for having me, man. It's, uh, it's exciting. I was actually hoping Brandon wouldn't show up. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think Nolan was too. I just, you know, it's just rough with that guy. You know, yeah. so it's good to have a break. He's always just like, oh, my hair's falling out. Oh. His hair's falling out. I mean, we have enough depression in this room without Brandon anyway. Yeah. Nolan's <laughs> right? very sad. We're all comedians. I'm pretty sad, dude. Yeah, we're you all seem comedians. Pretty, you seem pretty happy, though. You a happy guy? Yeah, dude. I, I, I work on it, though. Yeah. You know? But it is my nature. I was a pretty happy kid, and then yeah. life hit for a little bit, and I got more sad. But I think I, I try to return to the nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The natural nature. state. Right. I feel like if you're at your most peaceful state, you're, you're at least, like, not sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Peace. if you get if you get back to baseline every yeah. once in a while, you're good. Yeah. What about you? Are you a exactly. depressed guy? Uh, yeah, I have bouts of depression. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I um, I'm a I'm a, a big time loner. 
Mm. I don't have a lot of close friends. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a very small family, and uh, I'm single. Yeah. So I spend most of my time alone, yeah. wallowing in my own self pity. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that I, I, I wouldn't want to uh, put myself on the level of saying I have cl- clinical depression. Yeah. But I do, I, I do f- find myself uh, kind of building barriers and pushing people away that that uh, that yeah. I that that try to get close. Yeah, I can do that. Like I'm not all comf- too comfortable with when people try to be friends with me. I'm just like, mm. I don't know. I'm just bad at friendship, I think. It's weird because I'm I'm a very personable guy in a social setting. Yeah. But only to a point. Like if you notice, like we, we hang out at the comedy store a lot. I mm-hmm. go in, I know everybody, and everybody's always like, hey man, what's up? Good to see you. And then it's like kind of that's where I end it. Right. And then if somebody actually tries to have a conversation past that, I'm so, so- socially awkward with it. That I just don't know how to continue a conversation. <laughs> I never knew that about you. Yeah. I usually just end up, if you re, if you ever see me anywhere, at some point I'll end up just kind of by myself staring at my phone, even in a room <laughs> full of people. Yeah. But isn't it weird how you're doing great now? Um, Like currently in this moment? Like in this moment. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Isn't it weird how it's situational like that? I think he's doing yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> I do. I do suck you're, at this. You're really branding it right now. I have my own <laughs> podcast, and uh, it's 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 just like this. Yeah, yeah. I was on it. Mind our business. Yeah, yeah. mind our business podcast. And that's Brandon was on it as well. Yep. Yep. So fuck Brandon. Fuck Brandon. Didn't even show up to this one. Wow. Bad person. Yeah, man. You're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad seed. I mean, it's all right. You so, know. So and sometimes, every once in a while, you got to stay home and. Scrub David Dobrik's nuts off your forehead. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean, Brandon? Fuck you, Brandon. Fuck you, Brandon. Fuck you, David Dobrik. <laughs> no, don't fuck David Dobrik. Uh, whoop, shit. There nah, goes my dude, career. I want a Tesla. Yeah. Uh, so you're a loner. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you, all, you have a small family. How, how small are we talking? Oh, I've never met my father. That's chill. Apparently, you're Irish, of Irish descent. I am, yeah. Me too. And my therapist told me that. Uh, black fathers and Irish fathers, known for not being around. I'm not surprised. I didn't know that about Irish dudes. Yeah, I think it's that whole uh, being alcoholics thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your dad's like, a, oh, I could either be a dad and responsible or drink whiskey and bang chicks. And my dad was like, B, for sure. Yeah. yeah. My dad, uh, great guy, but uh, just the Irish Catholic culture. Yeah. The fathers don't really show emotion. No? Yeah. Not a lot no. of hugs in your house? No, no. No. My dad has only said I love you once, and it was when I was on stage, and I had a joke about him and how he never says it. Oh, <laughs> boo fucking who? Only once? <laughs> My dad's never said it, so gotta be there to say it. So you've never known your dad? Have you spoken to him? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You've never spoken to him? Uh, uh, here's uh, So it's a weird situation. When I was 27... I got a message on Facebook from this random girl, and she was like, hey, um, I've been uh, trying to to find you for a friend of mine. Uh, she's like, your sister is looking for you. Did you know you had a sister? No. no. Oh, wow. So I'm like, uh, so I thought she was talking about my sister, of course, that I know, my, through, you know, my mom's, on my mom's side. And I'm like, well, if my sister wants to talk to me, she can call me. Yeah. It's not that hard. And she's like, no your other sister. And I'm like, I don't have another sister. So she's like, is your mom's name Brenda? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, is your dad's name Kevin? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, did you grow up in Detroit? And I'm like, I'm not just going to give you all my personal information. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing with it. So all of a sudden this girl messages me and she's like, hey, I'm your sister. I found out that I had a brother because my little brother and my mom were recently killed in a car accident. And when the paper ran the obituary, it said that they were survived by myself, my, our dad, and you. And I asked my dad what that was about, and he came clean about having another brother and a son. Jesus. Uh, so she's like, I'd really like to get to know you, blah, blah, blah. Um, is is she it okay? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah. asking that. <laughs> she, she, uh, she got the wrong side of the gene pool. <laughs> she should have been, she should have been on my mom's side. Um, so yeah, so she's like, "Do I, I want to get to know you? Can I? Is it cool if I message you?" And I said, "Yeah." And we talked for 
couple hours and then she's like, can I get your number to call you? I'd like to hear your voice. And I was like, yeah, sure. Just don't give it to him. I don't yeah. want anything to do with him. I don't want to speak to him. Uh, so she called or I gave her my number. She called me. We talked for a bit. We hung up and about 10 minutes later, I got a call and some man goes, Hey, Kevin. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, this is your dad. I'm like, I don't have a dad. And he's like, well, this is your father. And I'm like, is there something I can do for you? And he's like, well, I want, I want to get to know you. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I hung up and yeah. Yeah. That was it. it. Yeah. That's it. Do you still talk to your sister? That sister? No. No. Nah. No, it's it's like that. I'm I'm not that guy who's like, oh, blood is blood, and blood is yeah. you know. I'm not that guy. Like, I don't know you. You know, you right, could, right. you may be blood to me. You may be my sister through blood, but I don't know you. You're not family to me because right. <clears throat> I don't know you. And you were a grown. You're 27, grown ass man. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. Maybe I wonder if you were like 15, you would have been like. Nah. No, you don't think so? No, because I had, growing up, I had my mom. Here's the thing, another thing that you have, that that probably will clear things up of why I have no interest in meeting him. Um, He won the lottery twice. (laughs) Never sent my mom a diamond child support. We We grew up, you know, in Detroit and um, struggling. Yeah. And he he had millions of dollars. He won, I think, three point something million in the first time and then 270 something thousand Another time. Wow. And the only reason we knew that is because my mom kept in touch with his sister. So, yeah, won millions of dollars and never sent my mom a dime. Right. So. So fuck him. Watching my, yeah, exactly. Watching my mom struggle, working 16 hours a day, seven days a week to raise three kids on her own and getting no help from a man who got millions of dollars for literally doing nothing. Yeah. Now I'm good. Right. I'll pass. Jesus. Yeah, but I'd like to get to know you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't, bro. <laughs> wow. Not if you want to keep those pearly whites. That's wild. Yeah, man. I can totally relate because my dad is emotionally unavailable, so I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> wow, dude. That's crazy. Is that like, f- do you think it's like fucked you up? Like growing, growing up without, without a dad? I probably, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, probably. Right? I would say, yeah, I, I, I mean, not never having a family unit has probably is probably the reason why I have no interest in having a family. Uh, I don't want kids. Uh, I don't believe in marriage. Do you uh, think that's why you don't connect with? If you struggle with connecting with people, um, you're talking about not getting those deeper. I think that might be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was to psychoanalyze myself, I would say that I definitely have abandonment issues. Yeah. Um, just because never meeting my father and then growing up I had a stepdad around who was an abusive alcoholic uh, so it was you know he'd start the alcoholism and uh, the abuse again and then my mom would kick him out and then because she had two kids with him she'd bring him back and it was just a constant never ending cycle of at the abuse exact same and thing then, and then yeah abuse and then abandonment and then abuse and then abandonment so Jesus. I did my that. mom married him twice too so it's like dude my de- my mom did the same thing. Stepdad, two kids. Yeah. Same, kick them out, go to jail, come back. Yeah. Abusive. De- met my dad when I was 11. And it was like, it was like in my early 20s, I, I realized like, oh, I'm distant from people. Protective. Yeah. yeah. Protective. It's, it's you, you, because you, when you're a kid, you forgive and you forget. <clears throat> and then you just keep getting disappointed. Yeah. Over and over and over. And then you just get to a point where it's like, you don't forgive, you don't forget, you just accept. So you just accept that people leave. You're just yeah. like, okay, well, right. These everybody in my life is disposable. That's where you kind of get to, right. where that's you're just like, oh, it's nice that you're around, but if you're not around, that's cool too. Because you you had to figure out how to do that because it hurt too bad. Exactly. To keep getting, yeah, yeah, because you don't want to get to a point where it's like you need anyone or anything except for yourself, right? And then you realize that. It, w- as you get older, you're like, wait a minute, I, I'm so self-sufficient and so uh, hyper-focused on not being hurt that I don't allow myself to really connect or love anyone. Wow. Yeah. And it's tough, you know, like I've been in relationships with great women and completely fucked it up because it's, I'm emotionally unavailable. Right, right. Do you fuck it up on purpose? Like you act out in certain ways or do you you just do it because... You're distant. No, I, I definitely sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely sabotage. My most recent relationship, I sabotaged for sure. How's that? Um, 
she was uh, she was very controlling, very jealous, um, very. Um, uh, she 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 was very territorial. Yeah. Um, I wasn't allowed to be around other women. Oh, that um, and when you're in a, when you're in our industry, we're always around beautiful women as actors, yeah. as as uh, content providers, if you will, uh, for whatever you want to describe it. And I also do photography. Um, so I'm, I'm constantly around women and because we have a social media following, women are always reaching out to us. So that was really tough for me because it was just constant, um, drama about social media. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I started saying, okay, well, if you're going to treat me like a cheater, yeah, I'm going to behave like a cheater. Yeah. I know. You mean. Um, and not in the sense of I went out and banged other girls or hooked mm-hmm. up with other girls but um i would I, I i i sought attention from other women to validate how i was being treated right 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 so i was on tinder and bumble and i would you know message girls and 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 match with girls and and go back and forth but i never met anybody i never actually mm-hmm. went and hooked up or or hung out with anyone but it was just like um I knew that she went through my phone and I was like, all right, if you're going to go through my phone, I'm going to give you some shit to find. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you didn't have anything to find, if you go through somebody's phone, you can find something and perceive something as you're always, if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. Yeah. And, um, and I, I knew that she, she snuck into my phone and I knew that she, she would go through things. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to. If you're going to go through my shit, I I want you to, I want you to regret it. And that's not a very. I, I mean, looking back at it now, uh, it's not a very mature way to handle things. Yeah. But it's it, it it gets to a point after a while where if you're if you're loyal and you're getting treated like you're not, well, fucking, well, fuck it. Right. Right. It's like it's like you're it, if you're in a situation where it's like, hey, you're not allowed to eat cake yeah right you're like you're not allowed to eat cake and you don't eat cake right but every time you're around a cake they're like you're you ate cake and you're like no i didn't eat cake <laughs> eventually you're gonna be like well if you're gonna keep yelling at me i'm just gonna eat the fucking cake right i think <clears throat> yeah most people would uh feel that way just yeah i don't know how to verbalize it i've been a jealous boyfriend before yeah where um I perceive a girlfriend is flirting with a guy in front of me. I, I don't care if they flirt and I don't see it. Yeah. Just don't tell me about it. Don't hook up with them. Yeah. But there was a few times where I, I perceived one of my girlfriends is flirting with the guy and uh, I didn't like it. And they were just like, I wasn't flirting. And I was like, well, I felt like you were. And I was like being a jealous dude. And then you punched her? And then I punched her. Right. And everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the end. Uh, no, but I've been a jealous dude. I've had, I've had a girlfriend go through my phone. Yeah, such an invasion of privacy, big time. Ah, dude, the last it. the last time she went through my phone was probably the worst situation I've ever had. A girl go through my phone. She got my code, so so I had to constantly change my code always, yeah. right? Because she would watch me put my code in. This yeah. was before I had the thumbprint thing, and uh, so. I was on the phone with T-Mobile and they asked me the last six of my social, which was my code for my phone. And she was in the car while I was on the phone. She memorized the last six of my social while I was talking to T-Mobile. I'm on, it was, this was during the wildfires and she lived out in like uh, Camarillo, uh, Thousand Oaks area where the fires were. So I was on her roof sweeping a, um, leaves and stuff off of her roof in case embers came from the fires so her house wouldn't catch on fire. I'm on her roof on a second story sweeping off her roof to try and save her home and while I am, she uses the code that she that she lit, overheard from me being on T-Mobile to go into my phone and go through my phone while I'm trying to save her house. Jeez. And I come in after I'm like, okay, so you're you're good. You don't have to worry about anything. And she's like, who the fuck is this bitch? What the fuck is this message? Why the fuck are you on Tinder? And I'm just like, uh, yeah. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go. So you burned her house down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I burn her house down. 
and I blamed it on the wildfires. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good out. <laughs> They're like, you know, usually these wildfires, when, when the houses burn, it starts from like the canopy of the house, and this one started in the basement. Yeah. I don't understand. And it only got your house. It's the weirdest. It was it's like so yeah, weird. Just hit yours and then jumped. So weird. Yeah. I tell you what, these wildfires really smell like gasoline. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So do my hands. <laughs> Uh, I will say for people listening, the girlfriend I'm referencing isn't my most recent ones. Mm. Some of them know know her. Oh, uh, dude, and don't, she, my don't most do recent, disclaimers. My most recent one is a wonderful woman. I'm talking about fucking Frank. Codename for an ex-girlfriend of mine. Are you trying to get back with her? Is that why you... No. Is that why you just did a disclaimer? No, I don't want anyone like messaging my ex being like, Rice talking about you because I'm not talking about her. Feel free to message my ex and tell her she's, <laughs> she's a crazy bitch. <laughs> she sounds a little bonkers. But man. We'll put her social media handle in the comment section. Yeah. <laughs> Send her a flaccid dick pic. Send her all your dick pics. Uh, yeah, going through someone's phone. It's not cool. I, no, feel, like not lot, cool, I feel like man. some people take it so lightly. Like, yeah, I went through their phone. Like, I, no. think, uh, I, I think um, trust is the most important thing in a relationship. Yeah. Although I don't act trustworthy at times, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. You contradictory comedian. Yeah. How's uh, the stand-up going? Stand-up's cool, man. You're it's funny. Fun. Thanks. You're funny quickly, and I resent you for it. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why? Why do you resent me? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I was surprised at how funny you were. Thanks, uh, So quickly. I, um, it's crazy. I was thinking about it the other day. In September, it's going to be two years. No, three years. Three? Three. Oh, nice. Wait, two years. Two. two years. All right, yeah. So still brand new. I'm still two fucking years brand new. Six up. years in. What? What are you at? No, on five. Five. Tight five, baby. Tight five. Tight, Tight five. five and five. I like it. Yeah. Um. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, that's man. all I have is five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fuck. One can minute I, a year. <laughs> can I feature for you? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Can you do twenty? I can do five. I can do tight five. Yeah, I'll do a tight five. <laughs> yeah, about, about a minute a year. Yeah, I got the tight five. <laughs> That's no, good, I man. appreciate, man. That, yeah, that, that means a lot. It's funny because um, I realized how uh, how unimportant I was in the social media game when I started doing stand up. Because I would when when I started doing these shows, I would put it on my social media, and I'd be like, "Hey guys, gonna be doing such and such show on this date. You know, come through. Would really love to see you guys come out." And then all my comics would be like, "Hey, doesn't Batch do comedy?" Yeah. He's really funny. Hell yeah. I think he's funny as hell. I think Raidu does comedy too. Yeah, he does. You should check him out sometime. Yeah, you know who should do comedy? Lele Pons. And I'm just like, hey, maybe a comment that's like, let's go see Kevin. You fucks. You absolute fucks. That's That's funny. Yeah, it's tough to fucking sell tickets in this town, goddammit. And I noticed that uh, social media audience doesn't really care about stand-up. They really don't give a shit. They don't. They come and they're like, so when are you going to do that one skit? I'm like, no, nah, that is not <laughs> yeah. this, you, you fucktard. <laughs> I hate my Fuck. fans sometimes, I guess. <laughs> you come at them. <laughs> no, I just like, you know, whatever, dude. If you're stupid, uh, fucking, that's, well, if you follow me, whatever. But I just, I don't, I mean, it's like, if you support me, support me. Don't talk about other people's shit on my yeah. comments. Yeah. I, I can understand why, because why, if, if you love social media comedy, you love that. And yeah, you might not be into stand up, and that's okay. It's frustrating, but uh, yeah, it's that gets just comes down to being frustrating. And I just don't have a lot of stand up fans. No, like when I post a stand up clip, it'll get like five thousand views the first three days. Yeah, mm. and I'm like, come on, this is a good joke. Yeah, I've been working very hard. Well, you we also got to remember our audience on yeah. social media is vastly younger than our audience in stand-up. Yeah, that's true. And I'm presenting them with something they're not used to at all. It's me doing spoken word on a stage. Yeah. And I'm not doing a wacky character. I get it, but you can at least fucking watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, just start doing a voice when you do your jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Just all in Kathy's voice. Yeah, you should just be like, have have you heard of (laughs) the R. Kelly? Pardon the interruption, but this episode is brought to you by Euphoric Hemp Oil Infused Chewing Gum. What makes Euphoric so special? Euphoric Hemp Oil Infused Chewing Gum is not your average gum. In fact, it's an innovative, patented delivery system. 
Okay, as a chewing gum, Euphoric brings innovation to the CBD market in that its patented delivery system is time-released and all the action happens in your mouth, son. The gum's flavor and consistency makes it possible to chew it longer. Chewing the hemp oil-infused gum longer increases absorption in the mouth. In fact, Euphoric hemp oil-infused chewing gum has the best absorption rate on the market, 84%. And compared to edibles like gummies and tinctures, even capsules, euphoric absorption rate is about 50% greater. This is because edibles have to pass through the digestive tract, which breaks down the ingredients and drastically reduces their absorption rate. Euphoric, however, keeps the hemp oil-infused gum in the mouth longer, completely bypassing the digestive system. Science! Plus, chewing in and of itself makes sense with a superior product like euphoric in that chewing has its own health and wellness benefits. The simple act of chewing has scientifically been shown to help improve memory, cognitive function, and oral health, and even reduce anxiety. Okay, Euphoric combines these powers, uh, sorry, Euphoric combines these powerful chewing benefits with the heavily researched benefits of full-spectrum hemp oil, which is rich in naturally occurring phytocannabinoids, including CBD. Full-spectrum hemp oil is superior in that it offers many natural-occurring phytocannabinoids, including CBD, that work together synergetically. This is called the entourage effect, essentially meaning that a team of psycho, ah, phytocannabinoids work best together than anyone that is, that's isolated. <sighs> I'm struggling. It's a party in your mouth, baby, and that's why Euphoric is the best gum you'll ever chew. I've chewed it, and I liked it. It is THC-free. And as a sober guy myself, that's what I like. It is non-GMO. It's sugar-free. It's gluten-free. The patented time-release delivery method is great. Okay? It's best clinically verified absorption rate, which is 84%, as I mentioned before. And it tastes great. And it has a last, lasting, long-lasting flavor. Sorry, guys, I'm struggling through this read, but I'm, get, I'm doing it. There's just a lot of big words here. Phytocannabinoids. The bottom line is euphoric hemp oil-infused chewing gum is a great way to uh, just, like, make your life a little bit better. I stand by it. Support the people that support us. Euphoric hemp infused, in, <laughs> euphoric hemp oil-infused chewing gum. You just got to basically remember euphoric. Okay, And you only need to try Euphoric once to see what all the fuss is about. To prove it, a limited supply of free trials have just been released nationwide. Just text DAD to 484848 to claim your free trial today while supplies last. That's DAD to 484848. Message and data rates may apply. That's it. Just text that. Text that and get euphoric, son. All right, now back to the episode. Uh, let's talk about your acting. You work. I which do. Is rare. Yeah, man. And you're one of the few uh, social media people who <laughs> is good at, <laughs> is good at acting. Well, I think. Yeah. Well, you're like really good at it, and you book shit. Yeah, I think. Um, fuck, man. I don't know if I. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Who cares? Uh. I, I think I'm one of the social me one of the few social media people that actually work at my craft. I think a bunch of them um, they they take advantage of the fact that they get these roles because they have a bajillion followers. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, you know, uh, I don't have to work hard at it. My followers are going to watch it regardless, and uh, these producers are going to keep giving me jobs because my followers are going to watch it. So yeah. I don't I don't have to work at it. You talking like acting classes and stuff? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I teach acting classes. I, I coach. Um, I take acting classes. I, I, uh, I, I work, I work hard. I do a lot of research for nice. characters. Uh, I do, I do a lot of, um, backstory on my characters. I create a, a world for my characters. Cool. Um, yeah, I work my ass off. So nice. it means something to me. So when right. I, when I watch, um, social media stars that get these big opportunities in these shows and, and you can tell that they, they they number one they they didn't put any work into the character but they also have no comprehension of what the writer is trying to say with the dialogue mm -hmm. it drives me fucking nuts yeah it drives me nuts and i'm assuming like <clears throat> you're on time for stuff on time which is rare 
in the social media world. Early. Yeah. I don't, ex- I don't expect anything in my fucking green room when I get there, yeah. except maybe a bottle of water and a script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're probably like nice on set. Nice to everybody. Not super arrogant. Appreciative of being there and getting an <laughs> opportunity to work. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's funny how easy it is to stand out of the social media crowd. Like, if you're just on time, it's like, wow, bonus. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because I started acting before the social media yeah. stuff. When did you start acting? Um, I started doing theater when I was a kid. Oh, nice. Um, and then uh, I moved to L.A. in 2007. So I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. How old are you? I'll be 40 in October. Oh, that's right. Yeah, dude. Dude, damn, you look good. Your boy, mm. your boy is old. I'm 35, cuz. I'm a silver fox, bruh. Yeah, getting that gray in the beard, son. Dude, so much gray. <laughs> so much fucking gray. I have two little patches of cum right here. Yeah. Two. Oh, dude, they're going to grow. Don't worry. You're going to get more cum on your face. Yeah, I hope so. This is Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for that cum beard. Got to suck as many dicks as you can. Get ready for that cum beard. Oh, yeah. I got to fucking pee so bad. Dude, go Can pee. I go pee? Go pee. We'll we'll uh, chat it up. I mean, Are you guys Bra- in the chat? Brandon's not here. So or should we take a break? Why should you be here? It's up to you, man. Let's just take a break. Sorry. You got it. We're going to take a break for uh, sponsors? Pee break. Yeah. Do we have, spon- we'll do you be, have sponsors? We'll be back. He has sponsors. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're and back. we're back from the pee break. My pee was a nice full stream. How was yours? Mine was bright yellow because I'm taking these new vitamins. Oh. Yeah. Do you work out? It looked like Mountain Dew. Uh, I do. A lot, yeah. I don't. No? I'm recently coming over a case of jock itch. Whoa. You ever had that? No. It's not fun, bro. Is, are you serious? Yeah. What is... Wait, how do you get jock itch? From, uh, if it just has the right eco- ecosystem, the right environment. <laughs> uh, humidity. What the fuck? Humidity on my balls plus you walking. Got, you got a fucking crotch like a terrarium? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a jungle down there. I have monkeys in my balls. You got sea monkeys in your nuts? Sea monkeys on my balls. Yeah, it's a, a fungus, which is gross. That is gross. It's athlete's foot. The same thing. Does it smell bad? Uh, I don't think so. No, yeah. But, I mean, it's gross. Well, that's what happens when you put, (laughs) when you take your sock off your foot and put it on your dick, bro. Yeah. Stop doing that. I need to stop wiping with my socks when I take shits. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah. That could be it. Sometimes I don't wipe. Right. Just let the shit dry. Do you Mm. guys keep your butthole hair? (laughs) Yeah. No. You don't? Nope. Yeah. You shave that, right? Yeah, man. How do you shave it? Uh, Clippers. Clippers? Oh, you buzz it. Oh. Yeah, I buzz it. So you have, you have... You I mean, butt I, stubble? I have butt stubble, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh yeah. You can't, you can't like razor it because then you get razor bump. On I did your... one. I, I razored it. It was you just did. fine. Yeah. You didn't get Gentle. razor bumps and shit. Nope. Felt great. Smooth. Wait, man. on your so on your actual butt on my butthole. Yeah. You put a razor blade on your asshole. I sure did. Wow. How was that easy? Everything was just fine. All the any concerns you have was all good. You, I, t- you... I took my time. I wasn't just whipping it up. <laughs> I took my time. <laughs> I wasn't just down there. Oh, willy nilly, but I don't uh, think your balloon knot is is as pronounced as mine. Then you got a bulging knot. <laughs> I got a I got a bulging <laughs> balloon knot. So you shave your asshole, huh? You shave your asshole, clippers. Yeah, With buzz, like buzzer. Buzz. Yeah, that's like, safe. That's a lot safer. Yeah, not really. No, no. I, oh, I yeah. Ca- I, it probably catches. It does. Yeah, <sighs> I snagged it once. But how about when you get the five o'clock shadow on your ass? Doesn't that? Then I just hurt? do it again. Uh, I. The not, worst is when a girl like puts her hands on your ass and she's like, "Why do you have stubble?" And I'm like, "Do you wanna?" I'm hairy on my ass. like I'm, my upper body, barely any hair. Lower body, it's a goddamn really? tragedy. Just yeah. a jungle. I look like a, the fucking wolf man. I have no hair on my ass. Really? On your butt cheeks? You're lucky. What about your butthole? Butthole. There's some yeah. hair. Yeah, not a lot. What's up with that? Why do we need that? I know. Uh, I know a guy who waxes his asshole, but he does it himself. He yeah, just, he takes like a a, a a stick, yeah, and he he wraps the wax around the stick, and he puts it on his butthole, and then he clenches his cheeks, mm-hmm. and he said he holds it for like twenty seconds, and then and then he just rips it off. Ugh. Why? What's what's the reason for this? Why? He's a fucking what, to idiot. do that in general? Know. Why? Well, yeah. Why do you? Why Am I allowed you guys to cuss on here? By the way, Ooh, I've been fuck cussing yeah. a lot. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think he's just a masochist. No. Why what about do, you? Why do we do it? Even why does oh, anybody? Oh, do oh, it? oh. Um. 
I, I do it just because, uh, um, well, two reasons. Number one, I, just for the aesthetics of it, I think it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I have an issue if I, after I get done having sex with a girl of like getting up and walking away and I got, yeah. you know, a bush baby hanging out of my ass. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also because I, I like my butthole licked. Know what I mean? Do you? Yeah. Oh, you're a, you're a butthole licker? I'm a butthole licker. Or really? Receiver? Not a, no, I lick buttholes. I'll eat sure. ass. Yeah, I eat ass for yeah, sure. Good. I've eaten ass. I like I like my taint and, and my salad tossed. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've man. never then, then you definitely want it cleaner down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I have no interest <clears> in that. <throat> have you ever had it done? No. Well, you will. If you have it done, you'll you'll change your mind quick. Hmm. hmm Yeah, I think I'm afraid to. Because I'm married. I mean, we can do anything we want. Yeah, you can and, do uh, whatever you want. And I don't, but I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I yet. probably shouldn't tell 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 this story, but uh, the 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 way I figured out that I was into buttholes, yeah, licking um, on both I, ends or just your end on my end, yeah. Um, I got out of the shower, I, I uh, and I was reaching under my sink um, to to grab. I forget what I was grabbing. I think I was grabbing deodorant or something. And while I was reaching under my sink, my dog. Licked my butt. No. Yeah. Licked my asshole. And I was like, it first reaction was like, whoa, hey. Yeah. Back up. And I was like, y- yelled at my dog. And then secondary thought in my head was like, that was kind of nice. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and then it was like, either talk my girlfriend into it or buy a jar of peanut butter. And I was like, better find a yeah. girl because I'm not into dog sex. Oh, man. See, I've had a dog lick my asshole. Yeah, well, yeah, that's all the same. The it's the same yeah? thing no. all the time. Oh, no. Do you guys use wet wipes? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. See, I don't. You shave, don't? I shave my butt. You should. Well, I shave my I butt shave, so I don't need it so much. I shave, but the wet wipes are nicer. They make you feel more clean. If I yeah. did wet wipes, I probably wouldn't shave my butt. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, because then you just got wet butt hair, and that's not nice. <laughs> that's clean wet butt hair. Yeah. I think I just have a nice, smooth baby's bottom. Except for my my asshole has some asshole hair. Do you right. flush your wipes? I do. You're not supposed to. Eh, well, I buy the flushable ones, in quotes. Yeah, but those aren't really flushable. Yeah, I just do it anyways. I, um, I, <laughs> this is so gross. Um, for, for a time, because I kept flushing them, and then my landlord was like, hey, look, you keep stopping up the sewer system. If you do it again, we're gonna, you're, you're gonna have to pay for them to come out and snake the pipes. So for a while there, I would wipe, and then I'd, like, put it in the trash in the bathroom. And then yeah. I had a friend come over, and he's like, why does your whole house smell like shit? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I away? forgot to dump it. Yeah, like, I just forgot a, to dump it's it. It's a cultural <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. I've been uh, to a gas station. It is a cultural thing with some cultures where you uh, wipe and throw it in the garbage. Yeah. Even on just, like, toilet, toilet paper. It's yeah. pretty gross. Seen that. Yeah. Didn't like gross. it. Yeah, no bueno. Yeah, it's gross. So you keep your uh, pubes shaved? Yeah, man, I manscape it up. <clears throat> like all the way shaved, bald? Yeah, really? Yeah, I've, I think I've done it bald once. I keep, uh, I can just keep it trimmed. Yeah, not right now. Full bush right now, guys. <laughs> Rocking a jungle. I haven't had sex in like three months. Rocking that jungle dick. Yep. Hell yeah. Got monkeys, <laughs> shrubs, but yeah, jock itch is no fucking joke. The worst physical pain I've ever had was jock itch. Got was, that ball beard. Really? I was in college. I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was a rash. It just kept getting worse and worse. Did you have Stink. hair? Did you have hair in college? On uh, my, on your did? on your area. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe did you did, did you at first think maybe you had uh, crabs? No, because it was like under my balls, uh-huh. taint area, and Fuck. I was doing I was surfing and wakeboarding a lot, <clears throat> just walking around, bathing suit on all day, and I yeah. was like, God, ah, chafing. Damn it. Yep. Good old fashioned uh, chafe. Yeah. And it just got worse and worse. I went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, You got a bad case of jock itch. Wow, <laughs> dude. That's so it's bacteria? Fungus, yeah. Ugh, that's gross. Isn't that fucking gross? <laughs> I've heard of dick fungus, but I never thought it was a thing for real. Yeah, it's just, uh, it can happen. Keep your balls fresh, everybody. I got a minor case this time. Should we change the subject? <laughs> well, that brings us to our <laughs> next subject. <laughs> Pull uh, up our spots or low bleaching. <laughs> yeah. I got a question for you. What's that? Do you have any crazy Hollywood stories like Andy Dick suck your dick? Anything crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, Andy Dick has never said he offered. Um, did he? For real? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He does that. Uh, yeah, I've had some interesting ones. Yeah. Anything that comes to mind? Um, let's see. 
I had a very big producer. I can't, I, I won't say who. Male or female? Male. Uh, very big producer. Um, I met when I was bartending at Chateau Marmont. Um, approached me. And he was like, you're, uh, you're a really good looking guy. Uh, are you an actor? And I said, yeah. And he's like, uh, I'm a producer. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And he's like, uh, I'd really like to, to have you come in and read sometime. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, for sure. And uh, he's like, you know, let's let's talk after the event, whatever. I said, sure. We met after the event, and we were just kind of hanging out. And he's like, yeah, I'm having a party this weekend. You should come by. I'll introduce you to some people. And I was like, sure. And this was kind of when I first moved to L.A. Um, I was I was a dummy. And uh, I probably had, felt like a big deal. Well, yeah, I had never been here. I didn't know a single person here. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the industry or how to break into it. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so I went to this event, and uh, everything was cool. He was cool. The, the event was really was dope. Um, and then he's like, "Yeah, you should uh, come into my office, and you know, I, I would love to have you, you know, pick up some sides and take a look at some sides and see what you could do with them." And I was like, "All right, sure, sounds great." So uh, a couple days later, he hits me up, and he's like, what are you doing right now? And, and I'm like, absolutely nothing. He's like, can you come to the office? I said, yeah. So I go to his office, and he's like, so, uh, you know, not going to beat around the bush with you. I, I have a project coming up. I think you'd be great for it. He's like, uh, but, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And I said, well, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know how I can help you, yeah. you know? He's like, oh, you can help. And I'm like, well, what can I do? And he's like, you know, I, I, I think you're a, you're a very attractive guy. And, you know, uh, I think that we could find a role for you in this movie if you were to let me suck your dick. Wow. And I was like, uh, let's backtrack it. Yeah. You want me to suck your dick? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't have to touch me. Nothing. He's like, I just want to suck your dick. And in that moment, I was like... The first thought was, uh, maybe this is how Hollywood works. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe you got to go along to get along. So I was like, I, I, as I literally said to him, I go, I honestly, I don't think I could get hard. Yeah, right. And he's like, oh, I'll get you hard. And I was like, I, I don't. This is like, insane. So I go, look, man, I'm not gay. You know, and he's like, no. He's like, I know you're not gay. I, I could tell you're straight. He's like, but, you know, there's a lot of straight guys in this town that do things like this to get where they want to go. And he's like, I can put you where you want to go. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I, I honestly don't think I could get hard, man. I'm just, I, I wouldn't want to offend you. And in this moment, I'm like trying to think of him instead of like, hey, this is fucking fucked right, up, yeah. you know? I'm like, nah, man, I don't want to offend you. I just, it's I don't like think awkward. I, yeah, I'm like, I just don't think I can get hard because I don't want to piss this guy off. Right, right, right. Because he's a big deal. It's a tense situation. Yeah, I don't want to piss him off because this guy's a big deal. And I, so I'm like, fuck, you know, I don't want to fuck my career over before it starts. So I'm like, ah, look, man, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. And he's like, look, he's like, just relax. And he puts his hand on my shoulder and he's like, we can just take it slow. You know, let's have a couple drinks and see where it goes. And I was like, look, I really appreciate you having me here. I would love to work with you. I'm a big fan of, of what, of your work. Um, I, I would just, if something happens for me in this town, I would like it to be because of my talent. Uh, I really appreciate you giving me an opportunity. If you would, if you allow me to read for you, just legitimately, I would love to. And he's like, "Yeah, man, that's, that doesn't work for me." He's like, "I I need I need people around me. I need actors that are willing to do anything." And I was like, "I'm willing to do anything." And he's like, "Well, you're really not." Wow. And I go, "Well, can I think about it?" And he's like, "Honestly, if you walk out of this room, you, you you're giving up an opportunity." And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to pass. He's like, all right. So I walked out. I got in the elevator. I got down to the first floor. And I was like, all I had to do was let him suck my dick. <laughs> That's it. The regret hit? Yeah. For real, like, did you think that? Yeah. I'm wow. like, I got, I'm walking to my car. And as I'm walking to my car, I'm literally talking to myself out loud, walking past people. And I'm just like, it's just... It's just a blowjob, man. <laughs> just let him suck it, your dick. It's between you and that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just let him suck your dick. Yeah. That'd be funny if it's like, it's in the elevator, get down on the first floor. What do you know? I get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, man. Uh, but no, I didn't. Um, I didn't do it. And uh, looking back now, uh, the 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 movie he made did very well. The person in the role that I imagine he was offering me is very famous now. Really? Um, so you have an idea of how that guy got that role? I do. And wow. and now looking back at it now at almost forty and still a struggling actor, I'm like, if I knew now what I if I knew then what I know now, I would have shoved my dick so far down that dude's throat. Yeah, because Fuck. the amount of money that the person who's famous now has would buy a lot of mouthwash. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but, it would a lot of dick wash, a dick lot wash. of soap. Do you? A lot, but do you a think... lot of therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably could have forgotten all about it by now. Wow. Do you don't, do you think that that system creates a, a world where they have to keep doing that? Yeah, I mean, here here's the thing: is like to maintain. So many people. So, so in in the era of hashtag Me Too right now, um, and knowing that there is the that boys club happening. Um, and that so many women have experienced that, um, to know that there's also the other side of that where there's, there's men that have experienced that and young kids that have experienced that. Um, it's, uh, and you, and as a man, you can't be like, Hey, this happens to men too. Cause women are like, yeah, right. But yeah, you're in a position of power. Men have power. Yeah. You had the choice to say no and walk away. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I'm in a I I'm in a more dangerous predicament. <clears throat> yeah. Physically more threatening. Are. Right. Yeah. So um I understand that 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 is that it is different, but it does happen on both both you know, both ends of right. of the of, of the playing field. But um yeah, I, I think that it's I, I think that it's it's definitely um it sucks, man, because people that are in a position where they could make or break your career, they take advantage of that. Totally. Um, and it sucks. It does suck. I wonder, that must still be happening now. For sure. Yeah. For sure it's happening. Wow. Hey, uh, if any producers are listening right now, I'll suck your dick. I mean, I, <laughs> would you, though? Would you suck a dick for, oh, a, suck, for a big oh, role? Fuck, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, suck a dick? No. No. I don't think I'd get my dick sucked either by a dude. This comes back to that whole thing when you're a kid, like, would you let a guy suck your dick for a million dollars? Yeah. It's like... Yeah. That question never goes away. <laughs> yeah, but the pro- the thing is, is that's supposed to be just a what if. It's not supposed to actually come true. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> and it yeah. came true for me. And I, w- I remember when I was a kid... And I was like, people would ask me, would you so would you let a guy suck your dick for a million dollars? And when yeah. I was a kid, I was like, fuck yeah, dude, it's a million dollars. Yeah. And oh, then wow. I'm an adult, and I'm like, no, man, I can't do it. Your inner and integrity like, took over. Yeah, why couldn't my fucking 13 year old self, who was like, yeah, dude, million dollars, fuck yeah, dude. Did part of you think maybe like he was bluffing and he just wanted to suck your dick, and then you wouldn't get a roll? No, not at all. Huh. You really thought you'd get it? I figured if I if I let him do it, then you know. You know what I? You know what would have been fucked up is if I was like, he's like, yeah, so just let me suck your dick and I'll give you this roll, and then he and I'm like, oh, fuck, man, all right, fine, and then I just like unzip my zipper and he's like, ah, got yeah. you, you fucking <laughs> queer, now get out of my office. That was a test. I'm a fucking man, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have been like, god damn it. Wow. How long ago was that? Uh, fuck. Twelve years. That's wild. Can you tell us who it was off air, or you don't want to? I'll tell you off air. All right, sweet. yeah, guys. It's kind of known in Hollywood. It's it's a name that's around. It's a name that's known. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weinstein. Oh wait, no, he likes <laughs> Weinstein. No, it wasn't Weinstein. That's... Honestly, if it was Weinstein, I'd have let him do it. Kevin Spacey, motherfucker. Because because like uh, we'll put actor? it put it this way: the guy, the guy who was producing the movies that offered me this situation wasn't making Oscar-winning movies. Yeah, he was no wine. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't making Oscar careers with Oscars at the end of those careers or mm-hmm. opportunities for Oscars. Do you think it would have switched if it was Weinstein? you think you'd have let it Oh, happen? if it was Weinstein and he yeah. was like, hey, yeah, I want to put you in fucking Silver Linings Playbook. Let's fucking do this. I'd have been like, 
Yeah. You'd have yeah. probably thought about it the same way, but then ended up at, yeah. I'd have been like, should I hold the back of your head? <laughs> should I rub your shoulders? How do you want to do it? What, do you, what are we doing here? Do you, do you want me to clean up first? That is wild. I got wet wipes. I'll bring them. <laughs> My butthole <laughs> shaved. You can get back there if you want. Yeah. I do have a crazy Oscar story, though. Uh, what is it? Uh, when, I w- when I was working at Chateau Marmont. Oscar the Grouch? Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I lived in a trash Brandon. can for my Brandon first year that. in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to do it in Brandon's voice if you're going to. Oh, screw the crows. Oh, God, dude, it's weird. It's like he's here. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like I'm in here. the studio and it's like, is he here? Yeah. We, we got to wrap up soon, but let's close with this story. Five minute story? Six you wanna, minute story? All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I was working at Chateau Marmont. I was bartending. Uh, we were doing the Oscar party for No Country for Old Men the year they won the Oscar. Javier, nice. Javier Bardem won his, won his Oscar for Best Supporting. Um, he was there with uh, Salma Hayek. who No, oh. not Salma Hayek. Uh, Penelope Cruz, who was okay. his girlfriend at the time. And I was supplying drinks for them for the private VIP area. And throughout the whole night, Javier Bardem keeps coming up to the bar and ordering um, uh, whiskey and Coke. And... Throughout the night, he just keeps getting more drunk. But every time he comes to the bar, he's got his Oscar with him, and he sets it on the bar <laughs> every time he orders. And every time he orders, I'm just staring at his fucking Oscar, not paying attention to what he's saying. So finally, he's like, do you want to hold it? And I'm like, fuck yes. I had been in L.A. less than a year at this point. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to hold an Oscar, right? Yeah. So he gives me his Oscar, and I'm holding it. I'm like, fucking, I don't want to give it back, right? And he's like, hey, can I get that drink? In his accent, can I get to the drink? And I'm like, just staring at his Oscar. So finally, I relinquish the Oscar back to him. He goes back up into this VIP area, closes the curtains. So as I'm bartending, no sympathy for the devil by the stones comes on. All of a sudden, out of the VIP area, I just hear, yes! And I look over. Javier Bardem swings the curtains open. And the, the VIP area is like four steps above the main floor. So he, he's standing there above everybody, right? Starts performing No Sympathy for the Devil exactly like Mick Jagger. The lips, the duck walk, the whole thing, right? Coolest fucking thing ever. The whole time he's doing it, he's using his Oscar as a microphone. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. If I ever win an Oscar... What the fuck am I going to do to top that now? <laughs> Everybody it. in that room is just watching Javier Bardem be Mick Jagger using an Oscar as a fake microphone. What I know weird. what you do. You request a song, my neck, my back, my pussy in my crack, <clears throat> and you sh- you start masturbating, shoving the Oscar up your asshole. That's a... Legs that's spread. That's a... That's, shit all over the Oscar. That's another choice I could make. <laughs> Just keep it in mind, dude. Except I would do that, and then it would Javier Bardem would still be cooler because he after he did all that he turned around and made out with Penelope Cruz. Whoa, Damn. yeah, he was just riding high. He dude, can't lose. Come on. So yeah, That's so crazy. I want to uh, all of that whole story was just so I could say fuck you, Javier Bardem, for ruining <laughs> my Oscar for, for ruining my Oscar moment because I'll never have one as cool as you, you fucking Spaniard. <laughs> Spaniard. <laughs> nice. You're on two TV shows right now, correct? I am, yeah. I'm on uh, one show called Games People Play on BET, playing Coach Buxton. Check that out. Sweet. Uh, the whitest guy on BET. Uh, yeah. And also on a new show that debuts August 15th on CBS All Access called Why Women Kill. It's uh, Lucy Liu's new show, produced by Mark Cherry. It's a very funny one-hour comedy. And, uh, yeah, exciting stuff, man. That is exciting. And I wrote a movie. I'm producing it and directing it, and we start doing that in uh, September. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's called Topper, so watch out for that. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, man. Got any stand-up dates coming up? Uh, I got a date coming up on, uh, fuck, July 27th um, at Road to the Mediterranean in um in uh this will come out after that so i hope you guys went to that and enjoyed it how'd you do (laughs) well welcome back from the show man i fucking killed it (laughs) i ate tabbouleh and then told jokes it was the shit congrats well thanks for doing the pod sorry brandon's not here he's just a bad person who exactly fuck that guy fuck brandon calvillo fuck brandon and his 
fucking dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. His hair's falling out. <laughs> Just kidding, Brandon. I love you. Uh, don't tell David Dobrik not to talk to me. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> this was a strange one, but a good one. Buttholes. Buttholes. Jock itch. Blowjobs. Blowjobs. Regretful, regretfully turning down a blowjob. Mm-hmm. And, and crazy girlfriends. And uh, n- uh, deadbeat dads. Yeah. It was an uplifting episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, just want to give a shout out to Vine for making my career. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right, dude. Thank you. And I'm sorry, Dad. Say it. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry, Dad. Fuck you, Brendan. All right. That was Kevin Mack. Give him some love online. Thank you, Kevin, for being on the pod. Thank you, Ross Miller, Steve Marshallek, and Nicholas Caprio for donating $25 a month to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash I'm sorry, Dad. I just hired a friend to uh, manage that page, so we're going to have some new stuff coming up there shortly. I'm a functioning person now, so get ready for some cool Patreon content. Another big shout out to Arm and Hammer Cat Letter 2019 Cloud Control. Because you know what I love? My cat, Ralph. She's right behind me, eating food, just creating more stuff for the litter box. And that's what I don't love about Ralph. I don't love cleaning up her litter box. <sighs> It can be really gross. Gross cleaning up the litter box. It's bad, and that's why Arm and Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud or nasties when I scoop. It is 100% dust free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm and Hammer. More power to you. You hear that? That's Ralph eating. Oh boy. Good thing I have. Uh, Arm and Hammer Cloud Control, cat litter. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.